at the risk of stating the obvious. Something is happening with the Castillo brothers, but I don't know what it is. Never mind that Cesar is homeless and Julio's in a mental hospital, with no clear explanation how either of them got there. Cesar knows Julio's in the hospital, but he thinks Javier disappeared six years ago. Well, that's obviously wrong. I just saw Javier on Friday. Julio, on the other hand, thinks both Javier and Cesar are dead. And that Cesar went into the mine with me? Wrong again. One of the things I do remember is that I went into the mine alone. And then Javier said that Julio worked in the mine. But that's also wrong. I didn't even know Julio's name until Cesar mentioned it. Two weeks ago? Yeah, definitely two. But then I recognized Julio in the hospital and somehow it felt like I had met him before. What about those text messages? The idea that my phone was hacked was pretty much wishful thinking. A hack would be normal and fixable, but it's only affecting Javier's texts. As Rowan says, too coincidental to be a dink. Or is that Brewster? The most plausible explanation is that Javier is playing some kind of elaborate practical joke on me. Or maybe my brain is still short-circuiting from that stupid book? No, I don't think so. Rory can back me up on the phone stuff, and what Julio said at least. So I'm not imagining this, right? Compared to that, the other things we learned in that last few days seem incidental. That Jackson Caladri, Caladri, for some reason I can't remember exactly how they pronounced it. Sounds like a name out of one of Katie's fantasy games, anyway. They go on the list of people who know way too much, but aren't obvious threats. Most of what they know could be just more telepathy. I'm more interested in learning about those comments in the handbook about their hands being healed. And now we know that Rafe Seal was Elsel, and George Richter apparently came back from the dead. But none of that is important right now. Now we're heading into a cave in Timber Cove. Yep, the very same cave that all of Rowan's trauma is tied to. And honestly, I'm not sure what our goal is here. Sure, there might be some useful evidence in there. Maybe even cultists that we could question. But the immediate reason for coming here seems to be Neville wanted to. Now don't get me wrong, I like Neville. He seems like a decent fellow who's really been through a lot of crap. Even for someone who is possibly well over 100 years old. But he's got this direct uplink from his brain to the library. And it's pretty clear that they're the ones who want us here. Well, here we go. What could possibly go wrong? You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left our agents, they were moving into the cave in Timber Cove. Ahead of them, Neville was moving with enthusiasm into the cave. The song that everyone knows and loves that's in their hearts and stays on their mind even days after they stop hearing it is playing on a radio deep within the caves. 
The initial room of the cave itself, it is dark in here, and it does go back about 20 feet and raises an elevation. It is a bit damp in here, but as it goes up a little bit, it does dry out. You see that there is a cave section that goes left and to the right. The way that the cave sounds and the acoustic here are, you're not sure where the music is coming from. On the walls in the darkness, you see that there are some paintings or cave drawings. These are not ancient cave drawings from people long ago. These might be from the hippies from the 60s or the 70s, or the folks that have been in here since. How does it compare to what we saw at St. Joseph's? Very similar. How does it compare to what we saw in the annex at Mustang? Very similar. Do we see the word Yanthale anywhere in this painting? You see Yanthale, you see Hydra, you see Dagon, Aya Daganaya, Aya Hydran, Aya, home to Yanthale. You see that there is a triangle with an eye with tentacles drawn on the wall a few times. One thing I didn't bring was spray paint. Ooh. We should, it should be this way. And Neville heads off deeper into the cave structure itself and moves toward the left. It's dark. And he's like, uh, do we have a flashlight? We have flashlights. And Rowan has also taken off her glasses, folded them up and stuck them in her jacket pocket and is looking around, just taking it in. Basically this whole time, going to try to keep like half an eye on Rowan, just in case but start walking towards Neville. Neville thanks you for the light and heads a little bit deeper into the cave system. To your right, you see that there is a broken wooden door and a doorway that leads in. The walls here are stone. It has been worked. There is a door frame set up here with mud and dirt, keeping the doorway, creating a doorway into a room beyond with the wood frame. The door itself though, is broken. It's a solid, older style door, but there is a room beyond. Neville doesn't seem to regard the room and walks forward just a little bit more. Rowan, is this where you were? I was deeper in, I think, but I'll, I'll look inside. You look inside and you see that there are boxes, cardboard boxes thrown in here. Most of them are wet. Some of them are deteriorated. Um, and it looks as though that there are magazines and newspapers in the boxes here. Yeah, this looks like it's just storage. We can look at this on the way back out. God damn it, you asshole. Turn that thing off. I can't get a goddamn read on anything. As soon as that noise... That was from Neville. That was Neville. Oh, that was Neville? Yes. Yeah, he barks that back and he's looking at River. I think I'm going to just whisper to Rowan. I think he's talking about the hat. Yeah. If, we, if I turn this off, the other guys can see us too. Well, we know one person they won't be able to see. And he's just looking at you. And he has this look of hatred in his eyes. Uh, Sherlock might be better to just turn it off for now so we don't have to get attacked by our guide. Rowan? Go ahead and turn it off. Right, I'll turn it off. A few moments later, his gaze softens. All right. Oh, hey. Neville? All right. 
Neville. No, 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 no. What was that? That was a very Smeagol Gollum shift. I have never seen your face look like that. Uh, that's a Tolkien reference. Yes, it is. I remember that. I read that. I watched those. Those were actually, those were pretty good. But you know what? I read the book in three hours. Why did they make a nine-hour movie? Yeah, okay, let's screw, let's forget about that part right now and go back to the part how you just changed personalities and started yelling in a very quiet place. I was yelling? I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. You looked like you were about to attack River. I like that one. Not at that moment you didn't. Sorry. Neville, are you a strange one? I'm a bit weird. What did the people in the library refer to you as? Not not you personally, but people like you. Um I was a page. I was started off as a page and then I became then I was called a transcriber. Is this the place to talk about that? No, probably not. I just get distracted easily. Let's be cool, boys. Let's be cool. Yeah, let's uh, keep going and not start attacking each other. Neville starts moving forward again, and you notice that the song and the music has stopped playing. He continues deeper in. There aren't many twists and turns or choices to make. It just curves. It does make twists and turns, but there's no choices left or right. And you get to an area where you see that there is another worked room off to your left and there are grates and gates almost like bars on doors and the sinking feeling within rowan's gut hits ah home sweet home hey sammy jail cells yeah great i'll actually step inside a little bit and go to the one on the right you see that there is a larger eye bolt drilled into the stone and a chain and what looks like a dog collar attached. The chain is about six feet in length. You notice this has been added to all of the cell type areas. And Rowan subconsciously rubs at her neck for a second. Right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh... I wonder if it's still here. Hang on a second. I'll go into the one that had been where I was kept and look for the little crevice that I had kind of dug out for my badge and where I had hidden that. You do see that there is still that little hideaway spot. And you also see that there are a bunch of stacked stones. Some have been knocked over, but there's still a couple piles still there nudge one of them with my foot and then reach into the little slot to see if my badge is still in there. No. Not a little. From down the hallway here. Scott, is that you? It's a woman's voice. Immediately dropping to one knee, gun forward. You see a flashlight come around the corner and Neville is standing in the hallway looking both ways, not knowing what to do. And he gets illuminated. You're not Scott. Who are you? Rowan, you recognize this voice as Coral Lamb, but you can't see her because she's behind a flashlight. Well, and I'm also further into the cells. I can hear her, but I can't see her. Um, uh, my name's Neville. Oh, hello, Neville. Um, you're not really supposed to be here, but welcome. You can come closer. Don't worry, we won't bite unless you really want us to. Uh, guys, should I move forward? 
I look back at Rowan for guidance. Rowan shakes her head once hard. Rory and River, what are you two doing? I am in the cell with Rowan. Like, just kind of keeping an eye on her to make sure she doesn't, I don't know, faint or have a panic attack. Like, out of view of the hallway, I guess. I will try to get closer to Neville, but try to stay out of sight of whoever the voice is and also out of Rooster's line of fire. All right, River, go ahead and give me a stealth roll. My favorite. Come on, Mr. Rogue. Well, that's a 70, so I'll take the reverse. Remember to mark off two check marks for me. Yes, this is the third. This is the third. You're able to sneak up and you've, you're able to see barely a waifish girl. You might think early 20s, maybe late 20s, or she might just be gifted with that eternal youth that some folks have at times. She has very large, expressive eyes. Large as in fishy large? No, okay. not particularly. All right, um, okay. So Neville starts walking forward and he looks back and doesn't see anybody. Uh, I have to go forward anyway. Yes, you have to go forward. Come on. Oh, your name is Neville. Nice to meet you. I turn the hat on. He turns back and looks directly at you. Look, you motherfucker, if you don't turn that off, I'm going to eat your child. I look once to Rowan for either guidance or telling me to stop as I start to stand. How close am I to Rooster? You can put your hand on his shoulder. I'm going to do that. Lean down and right in his ear as quietly as possible. Get rid of her flashlight. Okay. I want to put my carbine on single shot instead of burst and take out the flashlight. Okay. You poke your head around and go ahead and give me a shot. He's moving forward toward River now, walking slowly, menacingly. That is a 60 out of stupid high. 60 out of? 93. Okay. You shoot the flashlight. The shot rings out and echoes through the entire cave system. She lets out a yell as it hits the ground. Neville launches forward and launches that river. I was planning to turn this helmet off again as soon as the light went out. Okay. As soon as you shut it off, he stops. If he's within reach of me, I'm going to grab him and pull him back. Neville looks at you. What happened? What's going on? Please don't hit me. Quiet. As soon as I take the shot, I'm running forward to take out Coral's legs. Okay. And get her on the ground. Go ahead and give me a uh, unarmed combat. 43 out of 63. All right. You're able to tackle her without any problem. Ow! Get off me! And she's like batting at you and not doing any damage. No, I'm just holding her down. I'm going to kind of look to Rowan and then start walking up slowly. I will also start walking, keeping pace with Rory. And because we're close enough, he can hear me going through controlled breathing. Less of a don't go into panic attack and more don't kill this woman. And I'm going to try to keep myself a little bit in front of Rowan and walk up to Rooster. You see that wayfish girl with black hair and big eyes struggling against Rooster as Rooster's pinned her to the ground. Sorry about that. You startled us a little bit. Let me go. And she's kicking at him and punching at him. Get off me, you ape. Fucking fascist. 
Hello, Coral. She stops and looks. Oh, look, the fascist came back, too. Hi, Samantha. Been a minute, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Glad you came home. This is the second last place on Earth that I want to be. Why are you here? Doing father's will, as should you. He's not my father. Is there anyone else with you? She looks at you and gives you this smile that just drips of venom. They're all with me. Always. Always. Physically, who else is here? Well, I guess Scott's around somewhere. Scott, is that a name that I recognize? Not offhand. I'll look up. Want me to find him? Not at the moment. Neville, you get any sense of where to go next? Yeah, yeah. We we need to go down that way. There's there's something that I need to, to, to find. Okay, but let somebody else go first, okay? Okay. It's not far. It, it's it's down this way and and he looks up, like his eyes kind of look up like when someone thinks. Is it just the eyes roll up? That way and, and to the right. What do you want to do with her? Keep hands on her. Cappy? I would have brought uh, cuffs and zip ties. Zip tie her. Uh, River, Neville, why don't you take the lead? Then Rooster, you can take her. And Rowan and I will take at the rear. Let me take point. If Neville's not leading, I'll take point. You take the back. Or keep her. You're not cops. You're not How about cops. This? Shut the fuck up. How about this? I can see down here. Neville and I will take the lead. Yes, ma'am. You know your way around here, don't you? Oh. <laughs> Not really. That was about the only place that I was. That's the only place that you deserve to be. You're just jealous, you little bitch. And I'm just going to turn my back on her, turn and just walk. Harlot. Come on, Neville. I'll be right behind both of them. What did you just get arrested for, lady? She looks at you. Vagrancy and spreading the love. Yeah, let's go with that. Neville walks quickly down the hallway and makes a right-hand turn at like a fork. And it's not so much a fork as that it's an open room with a couple ways out and makes a right. There is a doorway here. In this room, you see that there are cots set up. There is a table set up. There is a deep cell car battery set up with a lighting system that's not yet turned on and a door beyond a desk area that he turns to walks to the door and he opens it up with the handle looks beyond he goes it's in there all right what's in there the thing that i need to see fair enough as i'm following him i'm going to swing a little bit wide to that battery and yank the cables off the top i have absolutely no desire to be blinded down here he walks in and heads over toward a looks like a lazy boy that's been washed up onto the beach there's a desk alongside and a couple books and an overhead light and he walks over and grabs a book off the top of the stack nope not it tosses the book back at the door just over his shoulder not it not it there it is there it is can we see what any of these books are in the darkness no not at the moment in time he turns and looks at you rowan thank you what did you come here to find I must return this. There's an overdue charge. May I see the title? I don't see if there's a harm in that. Thank you. He opens up the book, and as he does, everyone starts to see a lot of tiny white lights appear in the room, almost as though that there are stars. I'm going to reach out and shut the book and 
try to take it from him. Like, at least to just see, like, look at it. Is that similar to what we saw around the portals in the silo? Yes. Yeah. As soon as I see stars, my gun's pointing at him. Just in case. Neville, I would like to see the title before you return it to the library. The Pack with the Old Ones. Was I able to get the book from him? You've got your hands on him. We're going to roll an opposed strength check. All right. Ooh. 83. Oh, flip it. And that's what he got. 38. He's holding on to it and looks directly at you. You are never going to get this. Who is this? And he opens up his mouth and you see that there are tons of tiny white worms. Back up a few steps. Cappy, you okay? Um, there's something going on with him. There was like white stuff. I sock him. Okay. You see that there are three black triangular figures appear behind him. They look like pyramids with tentacles. This is going to require sanity roll as these three things appear. Go ahead and give me your attack roll. 11. All right. Excellent. And now my sanity roll. Yep. Sanity checks from everybody. Everybody, everybody. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yes. 45 out of 45. All right. You suffer too. Rory, what did you get? I got a 08. You suffer too. Rowan. 55 out of 63. You suffer too. River. 69. Nice. Out of? Out of uh, 48. So go ahead and give me a 1d8 roll. Uh, we've already seen these things. Yeah, but you've never seen them appear. Eight. You take eight. Okay. Uh, do I get to push this off? Yeah, you can. It's only up to a d4, though, right? Yeah, you can only push off up to a d4. Well, that's something. Four. Okay. And who's it going to? That's going to my EPA colleagues. Okay. Not Javier. Seems like things are pretty strained with him right now. No, I don't want to cut him off completely right now. So I am four willpower. Because, well, with minus four, my sanity is at 44. My breaking point is 42. Oh, no. Okay. Getting close. You hit Neville. Go ahead and get, roll for damage for Neville. That is a D3, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Two. You punch him in the teeth. He recoils back. Stop hitting me! I don't, I don't want to be hit anymore. He drops to his knees. And at this point, I'm ignoring him and looking at the things behind him. Can I grab the book from Neville? Yes, this is going to be the action for you on that one. Um, give me a strength roll. And tentacles grab around Neville's arms and legs and around his chest and neck. And they start to pull him away into the stars. River, what did you get? Uh, roll is zero eight, and I want to keep that. Okay. And then I want to toss the book gently at the pyramids. Okay. You grab it. You've, you've got a hold of the, the book. And they pull him away, and you toss the book at them. I want to try to grab Neville if I can. All right. You attempt to grab him, but it seems though that he's not there anymore. And they disappear in a pop. Neville and the Triangle people? Yes. Is the book gone too? No. 
my action during during that time was to basically lock my mind down as hard as I can, like thinking of just a green pasture, holding that image in my head while staring at these things, trying to remember everything. You hear a blood-curdling scream come from Coral. Turn and look at her. Her eyes are bleeding. Uh, I'm going to get up from the ground where I had fallen trying to grab Neville and go over and make an assessment. Her eyes are bleeding. Like, she's bleeding from her tear ducts. And as you get close, she attempts to take a bite at you and fails horribly so. Okay, in that case, I will not go any closer. I'm like, are you alright, Coral? She's grunting. Um, I think I'm just going to kind of watch her to make sure she doesn't attack any of us. She's wiggling and squirming and trying to get free. Who's got their hands on her? I don't think any of us do at this point. Because Rooster had taken the shot. Yeah, I don't think any of us have hands on her at the moment. I think you're right. Rooster did, and then Rooster went to go take the shot and then sock Neville. Yeah, I think once I realize that Coral isn't being held by anyone and she's trying to get away... Rory's focused on the medical side of things. I'm going to go and grip her biceps from behind. All right, you're able to grab hold of her, and she's struggling. She is very tenaciously strong. I'm sure she is. I'm just moving with her, using my martial arts training to maintain my feet and maintain the grip on her. She's trying to scramble away. You know, she was on her knees, now she's back standing, and, but you've got, a, you've got a good hold on her. If she looks like she like is about to get away or like start to attack one of us, I'm gonna try to knock her out. Okay, with just um, get on my pistol. Okay, you're gonna pistol whip her. Yeah. If I mean not, I won't unless I think she's gonna actually get away. Uh, no. You think that Rowan's got a pretty good? Uh... Okay. Then I then I'll hold off. Okay. I want to sweep the room at least, make sure they didn't leave anything weird besides the book. The floor is a little sticky. I also want to keep an eye on both the book and River. River, the, the helmet's on now, yes? The helmet's not turned on. It's it's turned off. It's turned off. That's what I thought. Okay. I was just double checking. Yeah, I'm kind of not trusting River around books right now. Well, that didn't work out at all uh, like I hoped. I figured they would take the book and leave Neville. Inside your head, you hear, I'm so sorry. Neville? Yeah. No, you said that Rooster. he got taken. She shush. Oh, it's your up to you now to return it to the library. It's really overdue. I can't go to the library. Shit. Well, all right. Do you know how to return it? No response back. River, can you tell him that we will keep it safe? He doesn't want it kept safe. He wants it returned. Well, we can't. Neville, we'll keep it safe as well as we can. Rooster, go grab Coral from Rowan. Rowan, do you think you could try to find Neville? Is that something you can do? Reach out to see if he's nearby? Maybe. I can try. I've been in his head before, so maybe. I don't think he's nearby, though. When that happened, they were being taken somewhere else, and Charlie confirmed that when we had our conversation that that, that the the technology would disappear into those portals too and be somewhere else. But I can try. So who was that? The chroniclers or? Yeah. Those are the same things that were at the bunker. Remember? The things we couldn't shoot. Oh, I didn't get a good look at them. Yeah. 
Yeah, you were out in the hallway. Yeah, these are these are the adult versions of the creepy thing that was in the growing tank. You hear another woman's voice. Coral, what's going on? Does Rooster have hands on Coral? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to turn in that direction. I think we're all out in the open. There's no secrecy at this point. So I, I have my gun in my hands already looking in that direction because I can see. You see a, again, another skinny woman. Short blonde hair and large eyes. Not the doe-like eyes of Coral. These are a little bit more of the look. Look at her, pointing the gun at her. She puts her hands up. Ada? Yes? Who are you? No, you wouldn't know me, would you? I used to be a prisoner here. Oh. Oh. It's being fulfilled. It's being fulfilled! And she starts to laugh, and she starts to twirl. And Coral starts to laugh. What is being fulfilled? The prophecy. Father's prophecy. The one that he talks about. It's being fulfilled. What is the prophecy? (gasps) You've returned. Tell me what the prophecy is, Ada. He said that you would come back. And? You're going to come. You're going to help him. Thank you. And she is running toward you, like taking a couple steps to run toward you with her arms wide. Help him do what? Save the world. And she's about to hug you. Or grapple you. I let the gun fall away to the side because if I'm thinking through this very quickly, Rowan is making the threat assessment in just like that split second that she has and being like, no, she's not going to hurt me because if she hurts me, this prophecy that she wants is not going to come true. And I just drop the hand to the side and actually like hold a hand up towards Rooster, not even looking in his direction, just hold a hand up and let her grab hold of me. She gives you a hug, and she's squeezing you tight, and then she puts her hands on your shoulders and looks at you, her deep eyes looking directly into yours. And where is Father? Father's on the island. Father's getting ready for the for the next step. Do you know how I'm supposed to be able to help him? I say, not quite meeting her eyes, because I'm afraid of the soul gaze thing happening, just like flicking my eyes slightly to the side so I'm not quite looking into hers. No, he never said, but he said that you, you would return and you would help. Oh, oh, day. Such a day. Have you been to the island? Not yet, but we have to go. I get to go. We're going to go to the island. How do you go to the island? Oh, you fly to Hawaii and then from Hawaii, then you, then you hop to American Samoa and then you take a boat. I've got the instructions and we've got the card. We've got the card. And she starts to dance. And in spite of everything, because Ada's reaction reminds me of nothing so much as a teenager being set loose with their parents' credit card, I just let out a a little laugh. (laughs) Really? So when are you going to the island? Now that we know that, that she's here? As soon as I can. So it's happening soon? Well, yeah. Duh. How soon? Well, it's... She looks at Rowan. How soon? What do you... Is it waiting on me? Yeah. Well, I don't know. So, what exactly is this prophecy say needs to happen? Oh, that the, the daughter will return home and that the world will be saved. You're home. What are you saving the world from? 
the oppressors, lift the people up, the people that, that need to not be underneath the thumb of corrupt governments and authority figures. Authority figures like father. No, no, no. Authority figures like, you know, the Federal Bureau of Instigations and the criminal works of the Criminal Intelligence Agency. Okay, let's not and the police farce. go in let's not go into politics here and let's talk more about everything. It's not about politics. These are okay, the things Okay, yeah, yeah, shut up. I don't care. No, 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 what no. I no. care about Under, you is need, the prophecy you, no, that no, you're no, talking. No, 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 you need to understand. Put your privilege away there, white boy. Rowan, can I sock her? No. See, he wants to be violent. That's what he knows. That's what they all know. They don't have to be violent. See, this is the violence within the institutions. That's what they teach you. So you're going to have violence like you did in Mustang. Oh, no. No, Mustang was horrible. That was misguided. And she puts her head down. Then why did father do it? That was a different father. So why is this father more correct? Because he's not teaching the violence. He's not out it for revenge. He's ushering in a new world. I can't wait to tell him that you're here. I suspect he already knows. Have you seen those creatures before? To Coral, the ones that took our friend? And she just growls at you. She has not, not really become less feral. Is there... Can I do a check to see if I can tell what's wrong with her? Like psychotherapy? She broke. Or... You know that she broke. Like, oh, san- the sanity loss. Yeah. She's, she's having a break here. Okay, I think we need to get her out of here so we can get... She's going to need more help than I can provide. Oh, maybe we should take her to St. Joseph's. I thought you said help. Yeah, I don't think that's... Ada? Um, Coral saw something that she was not meant to. That's what happens when you need to stare into the abyss sometimes. Sometimes it stares back. We need to take her with us to try and help her. Okay, Queen. I'm, I'm sorry? You can take her with her. Go, go for it. Just keep her safe. What did you call me? Queen. Okay, I'm not going to think about that right now. Is there anyone else here? Not at the moment. Where's Scott? Scott's not here. Scott went to get the stuff. Who else is here waiting to go to the island? Not here right at the moment, but staying here. Well, there's 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 a couple of us. You and Coral and Scott. That's three already. And then there's yeah, and then there there's there's more. We're all over the place. Yes, the, the, the words how many imply that you should tell us not there's more, but names and numbers. I'm not stupid. Okay, glasses, we need to... Are we trying to round up all these people? Are we getting out of here? What are we doing right now? Well, I don't think we have anything we can arrest Ada for. No. No, I don't think so. So, that being the case, there is the book... There were other books that he was throwing. I would like to see if there's anything else that... Ada, did Father leave anything here? She smiles. Yes. Can I see? She points behind you. She goes, um, yeah, as long as that guy doesn't threaten to shoot me, I will walk in that room and I will show you. Everyone stand down, please. I say looking each of my guys in the face. I look at her very unhappily, but, well, I'm holding... Coral right now. Mm-hmm. But I kind of nod. Rory's just been kind of watching Coral to make sure 
she doesn't hurt herself or hurt any of us. I give you my word, Ada. She walks past and walks over to the chair. She reaches into the chair and she pulls out a journal that is, looks like it's uh, one of those journals that have like a leather binding that with the wrapping. Yeah, with like a leather thong wrapped around the outside to close it. Exactly. One of the nice like Barnes and Noble ones. Actually, it's a Starbucks branded one. Of course it is. She walks it over, she hands it to you. And I will reach out and take it. You hear a loud pop coming from the other room. Did we hear a pop when the chroniclers appeared earlier? Yes. I'm going to go toward the pop. I can't even pull up my gun right now. I'm holding a crazy person. River, go with him. Buddy system. Okay. You see Neville walking down the hallway, looking around as though he's confused. Neville, are you okay? Oh. Hello, doctor. What happened? What do you mean? What's the last thing you remember? Uh, we were we were over there, and somebody dropped a flashlight, or threw a flashlight, or smashed a flashlight, shot a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Is there something you need to do, Level? Uh, is there something I need to do? I'm asking you. Uh, is that one of those trick questions? What else did you want to see while you were here? I don't remember. Okay. All right. Let's just let's just get out of here. Um, just stick with me. Okay. And I'll walk back towards the group. Neville comes out of the darkness with Rory and River. Neville? Coral looks over at him and kind of like shakes her head. What the fuck? Is she not feral now? Maybe. I mean, she was kind of feral to begin with as a bit of a hippie, but she's not growling. I think it's best if we just get out of here. I'm going to look down at the journal in my hands and then look around for that book, the Pact with the Old Ones. You see it in its red binding and gold stamp on the front. I'll walk over, crouch down, and like actually just hover a hand over it a little bit to see if I feel anything weird coming off of it. Any like sickness as I get closer. The, the sorts of things that I associate with the telepathy going wrong. No, not at all. I'll pick it up and add it to a slowly growing stack in my hands. And I just clench my teeth really hard as I'm holding crazy bitch over here, unable to stop any of my team from going and talking to creepy people or picking up creepy books or do anything because I was told to stand down. Coral, like, cranes her head and looks back at you. Are you okay? Shut up. And I think very hard at Rowan, not thinking about what that might mean, but just kind of looking at her, going, I don't like this, let's get the fuck out of here, silently. Just, master. Rowan's not currently reading. I know, that's why I was just, I'm thinking this at her, and then realized what that meant, which is not what I was going for. I will stand up with the two books in my hands and look at the other's. I don't know if there's anything else that we need to see here. Neville, was there anything else that you needed to see here? Uh, uh, no. Where are we? We're at Timber Cove. Okay. I'm just gonna take Neville by the arm and just kind of head back towards the exit. Like, we're just gonna head towards the exit of the cave and just start leading him back. Coral is wiggling. Can you let me go? I look at Rowan. 
I'm going to look over at Coral. Does she look like she's actually seeing now? Yes. And be like, is that the first time you've seen something like that? She squints her eyes. What do you mean? Is there still, is there like dried blood on her face? Yes. You, you've never seen a pyramid shaped thing with tentacles? No. That thing? No, no. You brought them upon us, didn't you? Because you got little pictures of pyramids with tentacles. It's not the same. Oh, so you, you've seen different pyramids with tentacles. Yeah, they're the sign of our church. But they're not, the, those aren't the same. You haven't seen creatures that look like the sign of your church. About five minutes ago I did, though. Okay, and we're walking. Fucking fascist, let me go. I considered that for a moment and look at Ada. Do you need her here? Are you going to get her help? Yes. Then get her help. All right. Coral looks back at Ada. You treacherous bitch. I'm just looking after you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what sisters are supposed to do, isn't it? Look after each other. Yep. And Ada bows her head really low. Oh, Rowan is deeply uncomfortable with this. Okay, um, we should go. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're walking, and we're walking. Ada, let's have this be a surprise. Okay, it'll be a surprise. Be a surprise that I'm here. Uh, uh, a Father's Day gift. Good evening, Agent River. Agent Rory. Agent Rooster. Agents of Arcel. Puppets and pawns of the grand conspiracy. You know, I have seen the inside. Where you've all been, I understand your confusion. I, too, was led astray by genocidal tyrants, just like you. We are not that much different, you and I. We both started this path and robed in mystery. We have both seen the horrors that our leaders have levied against our own people. I wore the letter L in your clandestine alphabet. It allowed me to see the things that we can only dream of. My hand was forced in a time when I believed innocence. Oh, I believed in innocence. I was told to stand aside while they were led to slaughter like livestock simply because their lot was drawn in the lottery of fate. I was forced to pull the trigger and with eyes quivering, I believed I was doing the right thing. Oh, but how wrong I was. You see, I have seen an entire village. Father, mother, child, grandparents even, wiped from existence. And I was allowed to do nothing. Just stand by. Does this sound familiar? Again, not much different, you and I. I bet you are asking, why am I reaching out to you? Well, I'm in search of my, our, good friend. I can't see her nor talk to her at the moment, but you can. And I dine to deliver you a missive for me. We have reached an apotheosis. From the days we crawled from the surf, we have labored to this moment. A gift from the deep, from the womb of Mother Hydra, the most precious jewel from the depths of Yantle. In the time of the Philistines, 
the great temple of Gaza will always be a memory for us, something we hold dear. Our leaders were laid low that day. Their hubris allowed them to give in to their jealousy and the pleasures of cruelty. And when these columns fell, our strongest voices were silenced. And since, we have labored from those days, and we soon shall be rewarded. When Rowan spreads the priest's life water onto this better earth, Baal shall be granted birth unto this world. He shall lead our believers beyond the graves. Bearing his father Dagon's blessing, we shall reclaim our rightful place in subservience to the Deep Ones. Unlike Polyphemus, scorned by Poseidon, Baal shall eat of this earth and bring the song and wisdom of his father and mother Hadra. We shall welcome the Deep Ones into our familial beds to beget a superior culture. One that will nurture and embrace our world and protect the wilderness, the seas, the brooks, the fields, and the shores. The pollution that is mankind will be wiped from this place and ground into fine sand in the undertow, in the wave of revolution, in the wave of evolution. With hands of bitter earth, this pungent soil shoved into his cavernous maw, a simple song humming deep from within, the bass rumbling as though growling, yet soothing like a mother's heartbeat. His eyes will lift skyward toward his ancestral home, and that is when it will begin to dream at you. Aya Dagon, Aya Hydra, Aya Dagon, Aya. Oh yeah, and tell Sammy, I said hello. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislavski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 3, Act 3 is an original scenario titled In Time and Space, written by me, Dan Voshkevich, with the help of the rest of the Redacted Reports cast. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports to each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedivere, Sherrick Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, and the entity some have called George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on the usual social media sites. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week. 
because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue, creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe. And they're coming. <laughs>